This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 169, Speak, Talk, Tell, and Say in English, How to Use Them Right. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Do you get confused between these four verbs? In this episode, Lindsay and Aubrey break down the key differences so that you can sound relevant when you summarize or paraphrase in English. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Aubrey, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. The chemical <laughs> symbol for gold is AU. Did you oh, know that? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that, but I do I know the it. one for lead. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were playing a game once and that was, but you did know I was impressed. Shocking. That might be the only one I know. So yeah, the gold, that is, that's good information to keep in my back pocket. Yeah. I mean, how many things that you learned in high school have you forgotten, right? Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything, everything. I feel like I retained um, English grammar that sort of stuck in my brain better, but yeah. chemistry, oh, and physics. math. Did you study it. physics in, in high school or college? Did you ever take a physics class? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I had a physics, I think my freshman year in college, and I really enjoyed it. Mm. But I remember having to meet with the TA, the teacher's assistant, to have them like re-explain <laughs> things to me with the force and that because I just... After it's one hard. lecture, I was never clear. It's hard. Physics is tough because it's hard to wrap your head around. It's not. It doesn't feel very well. It is physical, I guess, but it just doesn't. Uh, it feels very abstract and in yes. the clouds, sort of. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting how our brains just work differently because some people I knew would absorb it so quickly and just understand so easily, and I just wasn't. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand that feeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> Guys, today we are coming back to our awesome series, the top 15 most common mistakes in English. If you want to get them all right away now in a simple ebook, you can go to allersenglish.com slash one five, the number one five fifteen. You can get that right away. But we're going to talk about number 14 today. Last week we did number 15, right here versus listen. And we're going to talk about 14. Are you ready, Aubrey? Yeah, let's do it. We're counting down. Mm -hmm. This is really fun. These are the most common errors that are made by those learning English. Exactly. So this is going to be really good to break this down. We're going to talk about the difference between these verbs, speak, talk, tell, and say. I know. Don't they seem like they should be interchangeable to you? 
Yeah, it's funny, though, because if they are totally interchangeable, why do we have four of them? We would just need one, right? We just complicate (laughs) everything by having so much vocabulary. So guys, we're going to end the complication today, make it really clear so you can avoid making these mistakes that do disconnect you from English speakers, right? When you make these mistakes, it becomes very obvious, right? And you don't want to just keep that connection smooth. So let's get this right. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. These all just mean to communicate verbally, but they do have different meanings. Mm -hmm. And just like Lindsay said, natives just instinctively know which one to use. The average native would not be able to explain to you why they use which one. (laughs) But we are not average native speakers. (laughs) Exactly. Right. We can tell you the difference and it is important to use them correctly because natives don't make these mistakes. So they do stand out. Yes, exactly. So let's start with speak. So this one is is the more formal, kind of the most formal of all of these verbs. Would you agree with that? Yes, exactly. Right. Someone might say, may I speak to you? And this is a very formal way of saying that maybe in a work environment or if they have an important conversation to have, they're going to use this more formal version. Right. If someone says we need to speak or I need to speak with you later, that feels mm, a little scary, potentially. Right. right? (laughs) Yeah. Are you going to tell me bad news? Are you going to fire me or what's going on? Right. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So speak. And then let's see. Okay, let's go on to the next and then we'll compare them a little bit more. What's the next one, Aubrey? Yeah, so talk, right? And this is less formal, usually just refers to a casual conversation. If someone says, I need to talk to you, that's not usually going to be something scary, right? It's funny. If someone says, I need to speak to you, you know, oh, this is something more important. This is a higher level. Whereas, mm -hmm. yeah, let's talk about this is very casual. Yeah. Although it's interesting. I feel like if someone says, I need to talk to you later, it could be serious still. It still could be something heavy. You know what I well, mean? Well, I think it's the later, right? Because oh, if it's like, oh, let's, yeah. ta- let's talk. Let's, let's talk. talk about this. Right. But if it's, oh, I need to talk to you later. It's like, we can't do it right now. Mm. We can't do it just anywhere. Okay. That needs to be privacy. <laughs> Maybe something important is happening there. <laughs> <laughs> Very scary. So it's amazing how just simple words can have such an effect. They can send the chill through our blood, right? Oh, um, this kind of thing. So speak versus yeah. talk, guys. So again, speak is a little more formal, signals something kind of more important, probably. And talk is a little more casual, a little more friendly. Okay. Yeah, I use talk a lot with my kids if mm-hmm. like they c- get home from school mm-hmm. and I'm like, sit down and talk to me. Tell me about your day, right? Mm-hmm. We're just going to have a casual conversation. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you wouldn't say sit down and speak to me right now. That's no. too formal. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the verb to tell, and we usually use this to tell a story or inform someone about something. And it can also be used to command. So, for example, one would say, tell me what happened. 
Yes. Yeah, and exactly. This is a command form, right? Mm-hmm. And this it makes me think about um the police, right? If the if there's some kind of crime scene mm-hmm. and you have then the police would say, All right, tell me what happened. Don't mm-hmm. leave out any details. And they're sitting right. there with their notepad and pen. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. So you're recounting something. It's you're coming back and then or you could say something like, I told you to call me, or I told you to do this. You told your kid to empty the dishwasher and he didn't, right? I told you to do mm-hmm. this. Um, I like the expression, tell me about it. Now, this is kind of getting into more expressions and slang. But what does that yeah, mean when someone says, lot. oh, tell me about it? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So that there, well, there's two ways we use it, right? Because my kids sometimes will come and say, oh, I had a rough day. And I'll be like, okay, tell me about it. Okay. But yeah. then what you're referring to, there's a separate kind of idiomatic way that we use to mean like, oh, I know. We're like, tell me about it. Right. So for example, if, I, I guess you probably wouldn't say this to your kid, but if you also had a bad day, right? If your kid came home and said, I had a terrible day at school, mom, say, oh, tell me about it. I had an awful day too. <laughs> I know I might, depending on the day, like, tell me about it. Today was rough. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's very, and I guess your tone of voice would really be different. If you're sitting down, you want your kid to talk about his day, say, tell me about it. Like, let's talk about it. Or as opposed yeah. to tell me about it. My day was This terrible. is more something you'd say, like, if you meet someone at happy hour, right, yes. right after work and they're yes. like, oh, this day was rough. And you'd say, tell exactly. me about it. Exactly. I, haven't you know I was at work from six to six it was terrible yeah totally you're having a drink together you're loosening up and and then you share you know you kind of commiserate a little bit right Mm -hmm. it just means like I agree I've Mm -hmm. experienced something similar let's vent about it (laughs) let's vent venting yeah (laughs) we could do another episode (laughs) on venting um okay so then what's the fourth verb for our listeners yeah the last one is the verb to say And this is used to quote someone or something. So you'd say like, what did she say? Or, you know, what did the president say he would do at that press conference? So we're using this to talk about what someone said specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did she say? So we're quoting some someone. And then we can Mm -hmm. also say, what did she say? Or what did she tell you? What's kind of the difference there? This is getting into the real nuances. Right. The difference is if someone told you a story, said something to you as an individual, then Mm -hmm. you would say, what did they tell you? But if it's, for example, something you heard on TV or something someone said more generally, Mm -hmm. then you would just say, what did they say? Because they didn't say it to you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I feel like this one, we need a role play, but we don't have one, unfortunately. But this would be a really good one for a role play. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, just keep in mind, you know, listen to this episode a couple of times and go back again, write down more examples of your own, right, Aubrey, that's probably the best thing for our listeners to do. Yes, exactly. Right. Go through, listen to how we've used them and then start noticing podcasts, TV shows. You hear all of these four verbs, mm-hmm. write them down in context mm-hmm. in the sentence where they're used and think about what was the context? Why did they choose that one? Yes, I love it. So good. And again, these are really key mistakes in this series of your top 15 most common mistakes. We're really finding the most important mistakes that you're going to want to correct. If you correct 15 mistakes this year, correct these ones, right, Aubrey? Just these ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really love the idea of the 80-20 principle. Are you familiar with that principle? Oh, I feel like we've talked about it before, but I can't remember. You have to yeah, share it with us. it's like 80% of your, it's the Pareto principle. I didn't make it up. <laughs> it's a famous one. And it says that 80% of your results come from 20% of your work. And this tends to be true in every aspect of life. 
right? Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, for yeah. sure, right? The, the, the other 80% is kind of just wasted time. <laughs> so There's 20% of what you do that's actually effective enough yes. that creates... 80% of your results. Exactly, exactly. So this would be the 80% or the 20% that you could do that would create the 80% of the results. So focus mm-hmm. on this, go ahead and subscribe to that ebook, allearsenglish.com slash one five, and make sure you're following All Ears English. All right. Yes, exactly. This is a free resource we've provided for you guys. So check it out today. Allearsenglish.com slash 15. Awesome. Talk to you soon, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out today. Yes. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.